Hello, and welcome back to Stimulating ASES. This is Rachel Hoffman, the STEM coordinator over in the middle school. And I'm Cindy Colwell, the STEM, um, or I guess, coordinator for, sure. it's tired, it's summertime, I don't know my title, um, for our early learning and lower school, so three-year-olds through fourth graders. Yep. Um, the fun group. Let's be honest. That's just true. They are the fun. Kind of every day is a new adventure, uh-huh. and uh-huh. you get all the wonder. Like you have all the wonder, all the all the excitement. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> if I don't, I'm not doing my job, then, right? <laughs> so I guess we're talking today about just um, planning for um, the next school year because summertime's when everybody, all the teachers, take a little break, but then start. Yeah. All their ideas flowing of what to do next year, how to improve, how to make things better. Um, I guess my situation's a little unique because I've only been, well, my position has only been around for two years. Right. So first year, you know, you start, you're learning everything and you're Mm -hmm. trying to make work on curriculum and get everything kind of for the year planned out. And then 2020 hit. And so, (laughs) so the last half of my first year in this position, totally different because we had to go all virtual and then flip it the start uh-huh. of this school year you know everything was different because we the kids well, didn't come to my room y'all didn't open your room back up until what no. two weeks before school no, no I mean it was depend on the grade level I see yeah so some of them started coming because fourth graders I had spread out enough that we had enough time to sanitize the room and uh-huh. let it sit and air out so I was able to start with fourth graders coming pretty much every time they're once a week um Probably, I want to say in November. Oh, okay, I think. cool. So they, for most of the year. But the other grade levels, it probably didn't start until maybe the last half of the third quarter, Oof. I think. So, yeah. yeah. So I was traveling to the rooms mm-hmm. and stuff. And plus, my first year, I would have all of first, second, third, fourth grade twice a week. Mm-hmm. This year, because of the traveling and because of all that stuff, I only had every grade level once a week. So mm-hmm. the curriculum and the activities I had planned the first year had to be modified so this summer is all about rethinking and how to get it back to hopefully (laughs) so are you gonna have them twice a week so next year yes i'll have first through fourth grade twice a week as far as i know is we're going back to no i know it's crush fingers normal (laughs) um schedule with them and then the early learners three-year-olds through um kindergarten will be just once a week so trying to get back to planning all those activities again and for some parts of the year brand new activities because it's it's right new so um so okay i i've always wondered this your enrichment replaced we had a math enrichment here at our school so your enrichment replaced math enrichment Mm -hmm. when they come to you twice is it because to get that math kind of yeah and, and plus with the the early learners a lot of their stuff that that we do little stem activities we do are quick Mm-hmm. Because always they want to take it home. I got to take it home. Can yeah, I take sure. this home? So there aren't many long-term projects. With the first and above, we get into kind of the bigger projects that mm-hmm. kind of take longer. So like, for example, in November, when first grade is doing their dinosaur study for about three weeks in class, then with me is when they make their Boxosaurus project. And that's or their Boxosaurus, which takes a, a long time. So two day, yeah. two times a week you know, makes the biggest difference. So this year when we tried to do it, one with me traveling to the room, which meant right. I had to bring all our boxes and tubs of recycled materials and yeah, quick, I got to get down there, plug in a hot glue gun and all that stuff. Um, and only doing it once a week, that project should have only taken 
about three weeks took about two months. Oh my god! So having him definitely for um two times a week definitely makes a difference yeah. in in um the amount that we can get done and the bigger projects we can do because that's something that you know as they get older you want them to take that time to let's evaluate what you did today that reflection and what are right. we going to do next time and let's readjust our plan. Um, which that is reflection harder to time, do when you felt when you felt like you were rushed. Rush! I only have this much time. I got to hurry up, and we got we got you know. So, it'll be kind of like an all new all over again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, we can get things as far as our curriculum cemented a little bit more this year. So then it's just little tweaks and stuff instead right. of almost like restarting, restarting all, all the, the way time. over. But yeah, it's still every day is an adventure. You know what you think will <laughs> for some kids what projects you think will take only you know two weeks and uh-huh. goes on and on. Yep. But that's part of the fun of STEM. You kind of give give them that time to explore and test things and remake it. So it's exciting, and I'm excited to get back to um, some of our robotics activities that we Which just you couldn't didn't get to do, do all. because of the whole sharing devices things. You know, you just it it just was not something we were wanting to do to have mm-hmm. three kids huddled really close right. around an iPad or anything like that. So, and plus just having time to clean and sanitize in between classes. So this last year, the kids didn't get as much robotics as we usually try to get in there. So I'm excited to get back to some of the projects I was able to do the first year with like um fourth graders making around October when it's Halloween time, they made little trick or treaters. We called them that worked mm-hmm. with the Sphero. So they had to design Cute. A little trick-or-treater that had Love to be in a that. costume. Mm-hmm. And then they have to use this. It has to be moved by the Sphero. So there's a lot of testing. They you know, make something. Oh, it's too heavy. Sphero can't pull it. So they got to redesign. Mm-hmm. And then once everybody's little trick-or-treaters, I taped a big like rectangle on the floor and then threw down those little colored pom-poms. Oh, yeah. You know, of all different sizes on the floor to represent the candy. And they had then set a timer. You have five minutes, however long we had. I don't remember to to collect as many pieces awesome. of candy. So they had to send their little trick-or-treater out and then just had to scoop up and bring back beyond the like line. Like a hungry hippo. Their, yeah, <laughs> kind of like a hungry hippo. You're right, like a hungry hippo kind of game. But they were loving it because they were like, ah, screaming. And, and, I mean, and that was also another big trial and error of how they're going to be able to scoop up yeah. as much candy as possible without their thing just rolling over the pom-pom. So that's a fun project I'm excited to get back to because not only did they have to use, you know, all their engineering skills, but it's also the creativity of how they decorated it. So you had oh, some yeah. that looked like, you know, some uh, uh, like a Frankenstein type monster and some uh, a witch. And then you had some that are just cute little pumpkins. So it's all different, cute. So you got to see I their creativity too. And they had to work as a team. And then um, third graders, at the beginning of this school year in their class, they studied the rivers of the world. That's in like their geography. So we did stuff with like boats and things yeah. like that. So we would also use the robotics and the spheres again. They had to design boats that would mm-hmm. travel and stuff. And so I would love to be able to add the water element of it actually being a boat yeah. that actually floats with the water. But so hopefully now <laughs> getting back to a normal <laughs> area. Plus I'm getting, um, a a makeover to the classroom. And right. So I should have a little and bit bigger, a be... little bit different, different designated spaces for making and for yep. robotics. So super excited about that. I yeah. don't, you know, You're it's one of those wonders. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to plan when you haven't, you know, I'm a visual learner. So until I see the room, right. it's hard well, to what plan. Is, uh, what is Mike, our head of school? He calls the classroom the 
third teacher yes the other yes. teacher so it's kind of it is hard yes. to start planning if you don't know what that yeah. other quote-unquote yeah. teacher is yeah. gonna look like i mean i've seen the i've seen the blueprints yeah and i've seen little bits i'm not a blueprint kind of girl, i know though. i have to totally visualize see it in person mm-hmm. before i can start um planning as far as organization things because yes. you know teachers we work hard at trying to keep things organized yes especially when you have a multiple yeah when you have multiple classes coming mm-hmm. in and out if you don't have your stuff and know right where right. it is it's just it's chaos at least it in is. my world oh, no, <laughs> i don't know about others but i can't live like that so that part of planning i'm having to put on the back burner because i just don't quite know it'll be kind of right at the beginning of uh-huh. august when i'm it'll able be to a start rush, rush. seeing so now it's just sitting planning and looking back at activities that worked and trying to time manage, I guess, how long I think things are going to last. And what is your like rubric per se when you're like, okay, did this one work or not work? Like what is your definition of, I mean, you kind of look at, um, one time is it fitting in because I try to make my stuff fit with whatever they're learning in class. Most Mm -hmm. of the time, sometimes it doesn't work. So if things just go too long and I got to edit, then the requirements of the challenge Mm. or you know you sometimes you think that third graders can do certain things and then maybe it was too easy for them so I gotta change it up or maybe it was just really hard in every group it's okay to struggle I don't have a problem with them struggling and failing but if they just really get to where they're bogged down down, super frustrated and just don't want to continue and it's because of something I can help adjust you know yeah instead of using this material didn't work Maybe yeah. I'll take that away because it's just not working. Right. You know, that, that's kind of, I don't have like a set. Like a set. Yeah. This didn't work. Ruby, this didn't it's work. just kind of more of what works, what doesn't work and how can I tweak it time wise and <laughs> material wise. And also this material is really expensive. So we're not going to use that yes. one anymore. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's price of things mm-hmm. that you didn't realize they're going to use so much hot glue. Right. You, right. Know, you forget the hot glue sticks do can, can add up. They can quick. Per class, you got like eight different groups going on and they're each season. So kind of all that time, material, and price mm-hmm. I guess yeah. is, a, is is what you look at to um, decide if a project's working or not. And then, then the frustration the level. The frustration level. Mm-hmm. That one's big. If they're excited to get into class and they're really anxious and I want to, you know, it's a good thing. But if they're coming in, they're like, oh. We got to do this again. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. maybe we need to tweak this and it's not working so much. How much time do you get with them? Um, early learners, uh, it's 30 minutes except for preschool. Not, yeah, preschool is a little three-year-olds. They're in there for about 20 minutes um, yeah. each week. And then kinder and pre-K, it's 30 minutes a week. And then um, I don't know yet. Fourth grade may change, um, but it has been first through force about two times 30 minutes 30 minutes. a time okay. um very first year it was third and fourth grade their second time was 45 minutes their first time was 30 minutes um, and it got a little confusing so i was like did. just either yeah. one if they're going to come 45 Pick minutes one. both times that's fine <laughs> they're coming 30 it was just and it wasn't so much them it was the teachers we were the ones right. that had yeah. the hard time is this our 30 minute time or 45 minute time so i think that's yeah. all being adjusted so okay that'll I was just curious. Like, yeah. So yeah. at least the so the elementary kids at least get an hour yeah. a week minimum of um STEM every week. So that's fantastic. It's fun. It is. It's a it's a day it's an adventure. <laughs> so I've been, you know, I'm 
you know, Rachel, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a huge hoarder of, <laughs> uh, of recycled materials. That. And that's been the hardest thing for me this summer is I don't have a classroom to come unload uh-huh. my water bottles and load my toilet paper rolls. So I don't even want to tell you what my garage looks like this mm-hmm. summer as I try to plan ahead and, and know I always need. And this time I always need a lot of toilet paper rolls. I need a lot of egg cartons or milk to... So my garage is embarrassing right now. Well, <laughs> if I, I don't even put mine in the garage. You should, uh, in our guest bathroom, bathroom uh, <laughs> that people use. It's just like toilet paper rolls are like stacked. I know. <laughs> I have in my dining room, which I don't use the formal you know, dining room often at all. I've got two big boxes of just small cardboard boxes. So like deodorant boxes and soap mm-hmm. boxes, toothbrush, you know, small boxes like that. that the kids tend to make stuff out of our or cereal boxes and stuff. I've got two big tubs in there. They're just like overflowing <laughs> and I have to keep the dogs out of because they snort sniffing, yeah. you know? So I'm like, no. Yeah, it's bad. So I'm ready to have the classroom back That because mm-hmm. I it, normally I have organized tubs of where I can keep everything. Big tub for toilet paper mm-hmm. rolls, big tub for small cardboard boxes with lids on them so they can be shoved up and hidden. No, lids don't fit on my tubs right now because <laughs> <laughs> they are all just overflowing in the garage. So I'm anxious to get planning, get that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's hard to function. Well, Luckily, my car still fits. So that is about oh, yeah. it. Car still fits in the garage, but <laughs> barely. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how else that organization is such a time saver. It is. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Well, and it just, I think kids, when they come into a room that's cluttered and chaos, it kind of sets that mindset it sets a too tone. Of, yeah. of just wherever I can put this wherever I want. I can get this and put here. Please and, don't. and you're like, no. When they know things have their certain place, they are kind of more responsible. I think they know where things are. They know right. how to get it. And you're not with the, I need scissors. Like, oh, well, I need scissors. Well, where are the scissors? Right. So if they, you know, right. they know there's their spot. So it saves, uh, you know, the kids a lot of time because they know and have everything where it's supposed to be. And then it also saves teacher sanity where you're not sanity. asked. Right. Over and over again. Where are the scissors? I need scissors. Where's the tape? Well, it's in the box that says tape. Get on over there. You know? I, I, still at the end of the year last year, I had kids come up to me and say, where are the scissors? And guys, I have a pegboard in my room where the <laughs> scissors do. are hanging. Like, Very visible. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you take a look? Yeah. And I have like a, I have a countertop that has yep. four different tubs and they're labeled markers, uh-huh. glue sticks, tape, crayons. They're right there, and so and they have pictures, and you know, clear, and they can see, clear, they can see what's inside of them. But yet, you still get those that are just used to asking the question yes. before. So, yeah, I don't know how if it's unorganized, how you can I don't know find. Plus, then you, uh, it's again, it's a it's a money saver too. I think because then yeah. you when you, you know, know where, where the everything supplies is, are. that you're not constantly re-buying because you can't right. find where right. you. So bless you out there that can live in that kind of. Well, because that's that takes a special it does mind I mean, to be able to do that. I can't. Yeah, I. Mm-mm. I never thought I was an OCD in that way, but I'm a little bit now. I think. I think now that I'm a STEM <laughs> teacher, I think you kind of have to be that. Yeah, well, this and, everything has its place. Yeah, so. right. I mean, and then you also have to kind of organize based on what you're working on too. Yeah. Like yeah. I've I've moved stuff sometimes yeah. just so that way it's readily available because mm-hmm. that's the project that we're working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I try to on Fridays before I leave for the weekend to always have okay, this is my kindergarten activity. Here are the tubs for the three classes mm-hmm. with the materials that we might need. Here, here's first grade. They're working on this. So I gotta make sure we have easy access. 
because you never know, you might not come back from the weekend and I'm sick right. and the sub right. needs to be able to go grab the stuff and, and go. So I always try to keep everything organized, which is much easier when you have an ongoing project. Right. But then storage of projects is always, project I think storage that's an is issue an, is for it? everybody. Yeah. So I'm lucky, lucky enough to have that, um, that our headmaster has allowed me to just, if I need shelves, just ask for it. And so I had a wall of just yeah. white, just blank shelves and nothing on it. So as projects were going, so like the Boxosaurus, going back right. to that, as they're working on it, three shelves, three classes, and I would just line them up there. So it always looked like there were piles of trash in there a little bit. But nope, those are projects. Right. Leave them alone. Well, <laughs> I started, um, because our spaces are usually tour spaces. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We really, we, we love STEM here at our school, mm-hmm. and so we're, we love to show it off. Um, I started putting like signs because I know it does look like trash. Yeah, like I yeah. know that mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. looks like junk. Yeah. Um, so I started putting signs explaining what was yes. sitting on the shelf. So yeah. that way when our tour, our lovely Gretchen came through, <laughs> she could go, Oh, right. This is what they're working on. And yes. she could kind of explain yeah. because if not, it does. I mean, sometimes I it just kind of looks like junk. I think our custodial staff, they, I think they probably go, uh, when they come into right. my room and they have to be real careful, but they've learned if it's up on the shelves, if it looks like there's organized chaos, mm-hmm. leave mm-hmm. it alone. You know, I, know, I do so. feel like there's an issue, like I'll put trash next to the trash can sometimes because it doesn't fit and it's still there the next day. Yeah, because they they're think like, that... I'm sure, yeah, <laughs> right. I know, bless them, because our rooms are special, special uh-huh. rooms, special areas, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I know organization of, of their ongoing projects are and that's another thing the planning too trying to plan the year to where I don't have too many major big projects going on at the same time because then you do run out of room so it is so trying to do the balance of okay because I see three-year-olds through fourth grade they can't all be doing major heavy projects that I have to store every week because it would it would not work Mm -hmm. but (laughs) those are all little things that you have to think of and try to plan during the summer. But what are your biggest like planning differences? So you were in first grade for how long? I taught first grade. I can't even remember. <laughs> Thirteen years. Okay. I taught second grade for nine years. So. So what's the biggest difference in planning? Like if if I was going from classroom teacher to enrichment teacher, mm-hmm. what's the biggest difference? You got more stuff. To plan for. I mean, really? so when, well, when you're a first grade or a single classroom teacher, you're planning for just those 15 to 20, however many kids you have in your class. True. Right. So you're only planning for them. But when you have just first grade, I have three classes of first grade. Right. So you got to multiply that by three. Then, so, I mean, it's, it's a lot of material planning. So if I know this group is having needs cardboard, they're building their boxosaurus and they need a cardboard base. So then you have to make sure all the little, mm-hmm. all that cardboard's cut mm-hmm. before. So you have to have three class sets of it. So it's a lot more. I found that most of my time was being used getting material together, planning out yeah. the material versus the activity. I think the activity, when you come up with the idea, right, is a little easier, especially when you kind of, it's an open-ended project and mm-hmm. the kids really come up with their solution. I just kind of come up with the parameters of the activity and then they do what they want so I don't have to get them every little material so if they know they've got to make it out of recycled things and they know where the tubs are Mm -hmm. I don't have to plan for that but there are certain parts that I've got to make sure every kid Mm -hmm. every class there's enough you know the paper we always have some kind of paper where we do their planning on and they draw up their 
their mm-hmm. sketch and then write their all that stuff down. Make sure the kids have got three sets of that. And then at the same time, if a second grade project is going on, <laughs> got to make sure I've got all. So again, just a lot of material, material management, planning. I think, is is the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's it was the hardest, I guess, transition from classroom to that. I now don't just have. Right. One set of babies. I got lots right. of sets of So them. instead of like <laughs> planning for each subject and doing that, you're now yes. planning for each kid and materials and, each and kid, doing that. Each material, each class and each yeah. grade. So, yeah. And it was really um, the beginning of this past school year. That was, I think, the biggest struggles. Not only that, but I've got to make it travel. I had to be able to travel with it. It had right. to be stuff. So things had to be modified so I can travel with it and stuff like that. But. And hoping we're back to normal. Fingers, <laughs> Fingers crossed. crossed. I don't want to curse it. Let me knock I know. Head. Yeah. But anyway, that is, that's the, the joy and fun of, <laughs> of, of planning uh, during the summer first for STEM. It's almost like you can't plan too much because I, I don't know. The kids kind of come up with a lot of it. I just have yes. to make sure as far as calendar wise, I've mm-hmm. got everything kind of planned out. And spaced out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, spaced out, planned where it matches at least I try to, coming from a classroom to an enrichment, I know kind of how nice it was when the enrichments, whatever they're doing in there, kind of matches what yeah. we're teaching in class because that's why it's called an enrichment. So right. trying to get and make sure I'm matching up either to science or to social studies or some book they're reading, an activity that kind of goes along with that. And that doesn't always happen because there are other skills I have to teach, like coding and stuff that may not go along right. with. but. I try for some of their major projects to match things up. So yeah, that's, I think, my biggest challenge and joy at the same time. Joy. <laughs> Finding the joy. But anyway, that's All right. about it. That's awesome. All right. So that was it. Early learning lower school. That is it. Um, next week you will get to hear from a brand new teacher who's never mm-hmm. taught before. Um, <laughs> and we're going to terrify him with all plans and things. <laughs> so, He's so. ready for our hard hitting questions. <laughs> and- <laughs> so, uh, listen next week to hear about VR planning. We'll talk to you then. All right. Bye. Bye.